Hey guys, what's going on? This is Glenn. Welcome to the show again today. I'm glad to have you. Thanks for downloading and listening or whatever streaming, whatever you do with the podcast, checking it out from the library. But uh, <laughs> thanks for listening today. I'm scared. I'm staring at goose gooses right now out of my window or the window that I'm sitting beside. I'm staring at gooses. They're either gooses or ducks. But that has nothing to do with nothing because you're not here, so you can't even see what I'm beholding. So I don't know why I'm even talking about what I'm looking at. And uh, But anyway, I'm here. I'm going to do a podcast today. I miss Super Tuesday. I'm kind of upset about that because I keep forgetting on this podcast to tell everybody that I'm running for president of the United States of America, which is something that, that I've come to find out you're supposed to do when you run for the president of the United States of America. It's kind of important that you tell people that you run for president, but I keep forgetting to tell people because I got a lot going on, man. I'm not so one-dimensional like the rest of these candidates because, like, I have a lot. I'm, I, I play a lot of roles, man. You know, I'm an employee. I'm a son. I'm a father. I'm a friend. And, I mean, there's so many roles that I have to fulfill that that running for president is just one of them. And everybody puts so much stock in just that one thing. Because when you hear about the different candidates that I'm not going to talk about because they don't, I mean, if you want me to talk about you, you got to pay me. And you have to pay me a lot because this isn't a political uh, podcast. And I do back myself as president. So if I do talk about you, it's just going to be talking smack because I think that I'm better than you. And one of the reasons that I think that I'm better than everybody that's running for president is, uh, because that's, I keep forgetting about it. You know, like that's not who I, I don't want that to define me. Like when you think about Glenn thinks stuff, I don't want you to be like, that's the guy that's running for president, you know? And more than likely, if you listen to my podcast, that you didn't even know that I'm running for president, but I am. And you have to write my name down because, uh, because I don't know how to get my name on the ballot and I'm not going to look into it because I have too much other stuff to do that's important too. And so if you really want me to be president, I figure if people really want me to be president, I think that this should be a new rule. If you really want somebody to be president, it should be just be a blank piece of paper and you should write, you should have to write the person's name, you know, because if I just have to like push a button beside somebody's name that's run for president, it's already there. That I can be like, well, who do I want for president? I'm like, uh, and I'll just push whatever button's closer to my lazy finger. You know what I mean? I don't have to put forth any effort. If you had to write it, well, I guess if you had to write it, you'd write whose ever name was shortest, you know? And I guess that Glenn, that's a pretty short name, Glenn. So if people would just go to the ballot and write Glenn, then, um, or like GTS for Glenn Thinks Stuff, then that would be, I mean, that's pretty easy, right? But you should have to write the name of the person. So if you really want me to win to be president, then you should like, uh, you should go ahead and do that. You know? And the first thing that I'll do as president, if the coronavirus is still here, if, uh, if everybody's like, cause everybody's freaking out about that. So I figure I'll just feed the fear a little bit. <laughs> the, uh, the first thing that I'll do as president is make a Purell waterfall. And you just can walk through the Perel waterfall and and kill all the coronavirus, and that's it, man. That's how you'd be healed. And I think that I do a lot of other cool stuff, man. You know what I mean? I've talked about it before on the podcast. I'm not going to bore you, but uh, 
<laughs> Glenn, Glenn, this whole opener was boring, but I do have, I don't, I do have a podcast, uh, some stuff to talk about today that I'm looking forward to talking about it. I had a lot of fun on the podcast that I did over the weekend with the misconnections. That was fun for me. I like laughing and having fun. Um, I don't know, at the expense of somebody that will never know that I was having fun at their expense. You know, because if somebody, like when you're young, I guess that's kind of a bully thing to do. But, I mean, friends mess with each other. And uh, when you have fun at somebody's expense and they know about it, yeah, as a grown-up and an adult and as a parent, like you, that kind of makes you feel bad a little bit, you know, so you don't do that. But, you know, if you have fun at someone's expense and they don't know that it's at their expense, then it's a... Uh, it's pretty satisfying and I don't feel bad about it. So if you want to hear that episode, you got to go back one and, uh, all that jazz. But, uh, let's just go ahead and start the show. Oh man. Okay. Let's try one more time. I've started this. I've restarted this about five times and I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I'll just stop because I'll just start being so negative. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, it's the middle of the week and it's just like, oh, suck it. You know, it's just like, man, what, what, what is so great about Wednesday? There's nothing that great about Wednesday. You know, it's pretty far from the weekend. But uh, but anyway, I'm not going to keep restarting this thing. And uh, I'm going to try to keep it positive. Like, you just are tired. Like, I'm tired, man. Like, I can't do what I used to could do in my teens and my 20s as far as the sleep situation goes. I've been going to sleep early, and I've been getting pretty good sleep. Not the best sleep, but I've been getting all right sleep. And usually nighttime is my time to unwind, and I'll watch a TV show or something. But what I've been doing is just turning it on and going to sleep and it's like i have an internal clock now where i'm up at like three o'clock in the morning every morning without an alarm i'm just up and something about and i noticed this about myself when i look at my cell phone like if i see what time it is if i look at my cell phone and that bright light hits my eyes then i'm just up like my brain something in a cell phone triggers me to where i can't i'm not tired anymore and, uh, and so I don't know when I, it wasn't as rough when I was young, when I was younger, man, I didn't have the aches in my back and my knees and my feet. I guess that all started kind of in my thirties, maybe late twenties, early thirties. And, uh, and I, it just, it wasn't like that, you know, when I was, when I was younger and I saw something like I, I keep up with the Yankees and I'm not going to go into that because I know that well, I'll go into a little bit, uh, Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, they're both out. I think Judge has some soreness in his peck behind one of his pegs. I think that Giancarlo hurt himself uh, working out a like a calf strain or something. And then Severino, he's out. He had surgery, so this is a great start. I mean, the season having hasn't even started, and and we're losing players, which is fantastic. But uh, I was thinking about when I heard about Judge and Stanton, I was like, he just has some discomfort behind the peck. And Giancarlo Stanton has, you know, a strain, a calf strain. And I was like, there are all these press conferences about them. They can't play the in spring training. They're not playing any of the games. I was like, wouldn't that be great if, like, I woke up and it was like, well, my feet hurt this morning. 
and uh and and there was a press conference glenn won't be getting out of bed today he uh his foot hurts his feet hurt or you know his elbow hurts so he just i mean we don't know they're running tests now we don't know when he'll be able to return like normal people can't do that but celebrity athletes, I guess because there's so much money tied up in them, they're like an investment to the owner of the team and the club. But uh, I was just thinking, man, that'd be great. I would never have to do nothing. And uh, But, I mean, if you're like us, if you're normal people, you just got to carry on. Well, I just have pain, and this is just what I've got to deal with. I think when, when back in the day, like probably 50, 60 years ago, I bet that players like Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, you know, people like like back then, I bet they just played through whatever pain that they had, you know, back then. But, I mean, it wasn't the same. I get it. But, man, it does, it changes a lot. Like, you can see, like I said this in one of the podcasts that I just, like, I started over a couple times ago. I said that I understand. I just hit stop after I said this. I said I understand why old people make peace with death. <laughs> And after I said I just stopped and paused and was like, man, you shouldn't say that on your podcast. But, I mean, now that I think about it, it's funny. They just get tired. They're just like, man, I've done everything. Stuff isn't working anymore. I'm leaking all over the place. I got to take all these pills. You know, and a lot of people, there's a bunch of old people that don't even, like, take their pills. And I know that... that I, I, I can't imagine how bad it's going to get for me because I'm already... Like, I'll take a multivitamin at night, right? And I'm so tired. I take it at night. See, here's my technique. All right. And and doctors, all the doctors, all of the Harvard Medical School, what is it, Johns Hopkins Medical School, that listens to my podcast might disagree with me. But see, let me teach you a little trick about vitamins. And it's something that I just made up. So... I believe, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, if it's not a big deal, if it's not a big deal, I come up with a theory that works for me, and I think that that's a great thing to do in life, is, is, you don't have to learn everything, because it doesn't even, like, a lot of stuff doesn't matter how you do it, you know what I mean, like, if you put your napkin on your lap, you know, if you put it on one leg or the other, or the there's stuff. Come up with your own way to do stuff and your own way to think about stuff. You don't have to. You don't always have to follow somebody else. And see, a lot of the stuff that people tell you is just stuff that somebody made up. It's their theory of what works because there's you can find a million theories about the same. Like if you look up how to cure a cold, you know, like there'll be a lot of different stuff. It'll say a lot of different stuff. Do this. Don't do this. Use a humidifier. Don't use a humidifier because the droplets are so big, they don't go into your face. Like, I've had people tell me all kinds of stuff. So what I say is come up, if it's not life and death, come up with your own theory and go with it. You know, don't even waste your time reading somebody else's theory presented as a fact. But what I was going to say before I said all that was that I take my multivitamin at night because I figure that it'll go in there by itself while I sleep and really spread out and do a lot of good, you know, and, and digest. That's all that will be digesting. Well, I mean, not all, but it will be going through all my body by itself, you know, because I won't be eating or drinking. And so it, it kind of has my body's undivided attention while I sleep. You know, my body is like, oh, suck up all the nutrients out of this multivitamin that Glenn just gave us. So, <laughs> so you should do that right before you go to sleep. Yeah. And that's what I do. And 
you know, because if you take a vitamin in the morning and you're eating breakfast and you're doing all this stuff, then your body has all these distractions going on. You know what I mean? Like you, your, your body could be like, oh, well, it just took this multivitamin, but then it ate, you know, a, a buttery biscuit and some hash browns and it's, you know, there's coffee and you're pushing. See, if you, if you do that, then you're pushing the vitamin through your body faster because it has all this heavy fatty foods on top of it pushing it through faster and see if you can eat all that stuff in the morning because the vitamin already went through and cleared a nice pathway for all of this garbage that you're going to take into your body you know especially if you smoke you should probably take a multivitamin at night you know because you can't be smoking and taking a multivitamin you need to take a multivitamin when you're not smoking you really shouldn't smoke but who am i to judge if you want to smoke you know, just take your multivitamin at night. I'm telling you, it works out better. But anyway, like I've, I've been taking it at night. And then five minutes later, I'm like, did I take my multivitamin? Like, did I take it? And I'm pretty sure that I've taken a multiple multivitamins lately. And that's not even interesting. That's not even, that's not even, man, this is not even something that I wanted to talk about on my podcast today. But, uh. But and now that it comes up, it's t- totally good. <laughs> it's a good, sounds good to me. But uh, yeah, I just didn't, I remember being young and you're so resilient when you're young, you know, and you have all of this energy that you don't even need. Like you don't even need all this energy and you're bouncing off the walls when you're an adult. That's when you could use all the energy that you have as a child. Like, what do we tell our kids? We're like, go play, you know? When they're in the summer, they get the summer off from school, go play. Or, you know, you're done with your homework or whatever it is, go play. You want to play? Just, why don't you go outside and play? And so you have all this energy and you feel great. And you just you just play, man. Can you imagine if you had that kind of energy and enthusiasm as an adult do you know how productive i mean it would be you'd be so productive you know and it feels like an eternity because time starts passing by it seems like time goes faster as you get older but as a kid it takes forever it feels like growing up takes forever and then as you get older and older time goes faster and faster but to a kid, it's just taking forever. So you're like playing forever with all this energy. You feel great. Your body parts don't hurt. <laughs> you know, man, it's just not right. When I was a kid, I was like, why well, I had a huffy bicycle. And see, when I was young, it's really not like this. I haven't seen a lot of kids. I'm sure there's kids out there still that are like this. But we would wear tires out on our bicycles, right? We would wear the tires out to where they had to get new tires for our bikes. I don't think that I've ever seen a kid nowadays with a bike with tires that are worn out. Yeah, I just haven't. Because by the time they ride the bike a few times, it's time to get another bike, you know? But but I rode this Huffy, I had a Huffy bicycle I would ride all over town. And like, uh, it was just different. It was a lot of fun back then. And uh, something that I thought about this week that I hadn't thought about in years, and I guess the Statue of Limitations is up. And uh, (laughs) I hope nobody hears this where I can be prosecuted. Because if I hear this where I can be prosecuted, then then I'll just say, no, that wasn't the place. That was a different place. And you wouldn't be able to know if it was or not. But anyway, like there was this, um, there was this church that uh that 
Well, I'll just say there was this church and it stored old, um, like church furniture. You know how churches have all the weird furniture. Like I grew up in a church, so I'm used to it. But a church is one of those places where outside of a church, you see something from a church like a pew that's what they call the seats they call the seats a pew and they're these long benches with the backs you know and you really you don't go into someone's house and they're like oh well have a seat on me pew you know and it's just like uh tables on the front of the church and a lot of times they'll have candles on them that they'll light the candles and uh there was even a guy that had a little snuffer that would snuff out the candles at the end on a pole you know, you can't blow out the candles. We must snuff them with a little snuffer, um, which I always thought was weird. Just blow it out, you know. But uh, so you have the fancy, you have all this stuff. Well, I guess this church had gotten the new furniture, like the new church furniture. And uh, and so the old church furniture was in this building, right? And they were saving it. I don't know why they were saving it. Why are you going to save some old church furniture? Yeah, but they were saving anyway. So we went in there and there was all these gallons. There were, let me use proper English. There were all these gallons of paint, like just random wall paint, like that you paint walls with. And uh, we were like, well, this would be cool to, oh, and they have like throne chairs. That's something else that when I was little, I was like, churches have those big throne chairs for the, for the, for the people that are in charge to sit in. They're the big throne chairs. But uh but I was like, well, we should paint. I don't I don't know. I don't remember who I was with me, but we we're like, let's paint the furniture, you know, but there's no paintbrushes. And this is all like stained wood. This is all this is not white, you know, or or off white like the paint was. This is all like stained, you know, church furniture. And so what we didn't have any brushes, so we we're like, uh, let's take these floodlight bulbs that are sitting on the ground and let's dip them into the paint and then, and then we'll just we'll just like go all over the church furniture with the floodlight bulbs dipped in paint you know and let me tell you something it took some i mean it took some work but we finally i mean we finally did it you know and it was like a work of art and then we just left and went on another adventure i think that 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 actually it was brought to my attention that some vandals or somebody had done this and i was just like oh no but uh yeah that's that's the perfect example of just wasted energy as a child you know when i when i could you make so much use of that energy now I mean, I was, <laughs> I had it back then and I wasted it dipping light bulbs and painting and rubbing it all over church furniture and thrones and stuff like that. But anyway, I just thought about that this week and uh, I was like, man, we used to get into a lot of stuff, you know, because there was a lot that you hear a lot of people say, and I've said it before to this generation of kids now, I'll be like, you know, when I was your age, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have all this technology. We didn't have you know, the video games that y'all have, the phones, the tablets, the iPads, you know, but we were doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> we were doing a lot of stuff that, uh, that these kids aren't doing. That is a good thing that they're not doing. But I thought today, uh, something that I haven't done in a while and, uh, is read whispers. And, uh, and there's some whispers and I just like saved a bunch of whispers on my phone. And I thought that I would read them 
uh, read them to you now. And if you haven't heard about Whisper, it's a great app where pretty much, do you know how, um, on Facebook and Twitter and, and I guess kind of on Instagram, I guess Instagram is more pictures. Uh, people just will say their dumb opinions about things. Well, on Whisper, these are like people's thoughts, like all kind of like, that's all it is. It's a bunch of, uh, I guess they could be considered memes and I've done it before on the podcast and, uh, and it's, it's my favorite, it's kind of my favorite social media app. I don't, uh, I don't engage, like I don't post anything and I don't talk to anybody on Whisper, but I really just, uh, I love the disappointment <laughs> when I'm disappointed. It's just the, like the human race is so disappointed, the, disappointing that the, the stuff that we do with our time. And I'm like, I'm disappointed in myself for, uh, for spending so much time on Whisper. But I like sharing them. I like talking about them. I think they're funny. So, uh, so here's the first one I'm going to read to you. The moment you meet a person online in person and they forgot to bring along their filter, right? Have we have like I thought about this today. I thought about all the Instagram filters that 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 um that people use. And it's essentially what it is is you're putting beer goggles on everybody, right? That's what you're doing. And that's really misleading. And if you if you meet somebody from offline and and they use a lot of filters online and then you meet them like they can be someone very different. Believe you me. <laughs> when you're grown up, people stop asking what your favorite dinosaur is. It's like they don't even care. That's a pretty witty McSmitty. All right, what is more painful than a breakup? I'll tell you what's more painful than a breakup. I've got you. And this is somebody that's probably just went through a breakup. They posted this. It's their innermost. Oh, there's a lot of like, like, uh, what was me self-loathing type stuff, you know, on the internet. But let me tell you what's more painful than a breakup. All right. Let me let you in on a little secret. What's more painful than a breakup is, is years of being in a relationship that where you're not happy and, and being with somebody that you're not supposed to be with. Now, I think that, that, breakups are good and you should if you want to break up with somebody you should do it you should not stay in a relationship that you don't want to stay in you know and and there's nothing wrong with with going your separate ways there's nothing wrong with like uh this just isn't working out and I'll see you never again you know because there's a lot of people in the world and there's somebody out there for you so you know, you shouldn't like a breakup. Let me tell you what a breakup is. You're just mourning the loss of, of, I think more of the life that you, that you're missing, you know, that you once had that you're missing because if you, it was either mutual or they broke up with you or you broke up with them, right? Most of the time it's, I broke up with them or they broke up with me. So Either they didn't want to be with me or I didn't want to be with them. Yeah, if somebody else breaks up with you, that might sting a little bit more, like the rejection. But, like, why do you want to be with somebody, like, that doesn't even want to be with you? Why why even waste time? I know that emo emo emotions are real, Glenn, and you can't deny yourself. Well, that's true. But if you really think about it, and let the logical part of your brain start k 
kick back in, you know, that, that was laying dormant while you were in a relationship. If you let the logical part of your brain start thinking again for you, why would you want to be with somebody that didn't want to be with you? And why even waste your time missing those people? You know what I mean? Peace out. That's what I say. So what is more painful than a breakup? There's a lot of stuff that's more painful. Having your leg chopped off is more painful than a breakup. Uh, probably there's a lot of ways to die that are probably more painful than a breakup. All that a breakup is is emotional pain. You know, emotional pain, it can heal up and, and you'll be all right. So just keep on going. If anybody out there is going through a breakup, I promise you, just that the more that... The more that you go through it, the shorter the pain is. But uh, that's terrible. Okay, here's a good one. I like this one. Don't listen to anything that I say uh, because I'm not smart. I saw a girl outside Walmart crying. She lost $400, so I gave her $40 from the $400 I found. When God blesses you, you must bless others. $100. That's what I'm talking about. What a good person. Okay, here's the next one. How would you get revenge on an ex that ghosted you after a year-long relationship? I would get revenge on an ex that ghosted you after a year-long relationship by not even writing anything on Whisper about them, you know? Because if they ghosted you and you're letting them, like, chill out in your head and you're worried about them and you're worried about getting revenge on them, like, that's no kind of way to live life. You know, if you go through life trying to get revenge on people that hurt you, like the world's a cold place. A lot of people are going to screw you over and hurt you in your life. And if you just sit around worrying about worrying about how to get revenge on people, you know, you're allowing them to rob you of your life, you know, and you only go through once. You only get so much time and you don't know how much time you have. So why, why worry about some, somebody like that? They're not even like, they shouldn't even be on your radar. That's what I say. All right, let's see. I got a few more here. All right. <clears throat> Judge me all you want for using the elevator, but you don't know me or my health issues. Hashtag the end. <laughs> I judge people all the time. i tell you where I judge people is I judge people in Walmart that are riding around the little, uh, like the scooters around Walmart. I judge those people because I'll pick out people that can walk and I'll even see people that walk, that put them things up, put those things up and walk to their car, right? Like, fine, nothing's wrong with them. Like, sometimes I think people are just lazy, you know? But this person, I guess this person just, uh, I guess this person just got judged for using an elevator or they're really self-conscious. Like, maybe they're a self-conscious lazy person. Because if you're a handicapped person, I don't know. This person seems like kind of kind of snooty to be a handicapped person. You know? Like, man, I'm handicapped. You don't know my issues. But, I mean, if you're really handicapped, would you really be that self-conscious? You know? You don't know me or my health issues. What do you have, eczema? You have to use an elevator? You know? Or you're just you're too lazy to walk up steps? I don't know. That one's funny because it's like, judge me all you want for using the elevator. I mean, I guess I just admitted that I guess I judge people that use the scooters, but I don't stare at them. I don't make any mean comments. You know how you just think stuff in your head sometimes? I think that you kind of go around everywhere quietly judging people, you know? 
because that's why people put effort into the way that they look. You know, if you really, if you really didn't judge anybody at all, you wouldn't put any effort, any effort into how you look because you wouldn't care. You wouldn't be self-conscious about any, I mean, to me, it's good manners to brush my teeth, you know, and, and, and first thing in the morning. But I mean, if I didn't care, if I really didn't care about having bad breath, then would I do it every morning or would I, you know, ever get a haircut? You know what I mean? Like, I guess we all kind of are judgy a little bit because we don't want people to be judgy towards us. And so I don't think that it's popular to admit that, though. Like, I don't think that it's popular to, to say that you go around judging people. But come to think about it, I've never really thought about it. I kind of do. And it's not always a bad it's not always a bad thing. You know, sometimes I judge people and they pass. <laughs> they they pass my standards. Man, that's kind of crazy. I never thought about how much I judge people. Okay, what about this one? I just have a couple more here. I'm not going to just go all day whispers like I did with Missed Connections. That went a long time. All right, could go for a good cry. What's the saddest movie of all time? See, this is something I don't understand. Who would, like, deliberately want something like this? Like, go out seeking something to make them cry. That's, I don't understand that at all. Like, I've, I've seen, like, I'm not gonna lie, the end of the the last Toy Story that came out, I was in the theater, and I want to say... Yeah, I think that's the last time. No, I teared up at my friend's grave from a dead friend that I've talked about on the podcast. That's Yeah, I did that. But, I mean, the last time I got just misty-eyed at a movie was Toy Story 4 at the end of it. I was like, oh, man. And I didn't even see it coming. But I didn't go out looking for that. And that was the last thing that I expected. It kind of caught me off guard. You know, it kind of caught me off guard. So I guess that's why I haven't, because I don't usually cry in movies, and I kind of like movies that end where everything's not happily ever after, because I think that that's more realistic, you know, because everything's not just happy-go-lucky all the time, and I can't, I can't, I just don't like movies that that. Oh, and they lived happily ever after and got everything they wanted. Nothing was ever wrong. Like that's just not that's not the way it is, man. But I don't go out looking for sad stuff to make me cry. I could go for, this is what it says, could go for a good cry. Are you out of your mind? Why do you want to be sad? The world sucks enough. Why do you want to go at, maybe it's somebody that has an awesome life. This might be like a, 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 a rich person, you know, who has a, a personal chef and somebody at their, you know, a maid or a butler at their beck and call. Or, a, yeah, there's probably a nanny watching their kids and they're just like, I haven't felt sadness in a long time. <laughs> so they're they're looking for a good cry. What is the saddest movie of all time? Now that I think about it, like what is like the what is that movie? The Old Yeller, man. Old Yeller, that is a sad movie, man. Oh man, that's a terrible movie. And then I was thinking The Yearling. Remember The Yearling? What the, who'd that have in it? Gregory Peck. Who did that have? I'm going to look that up real quick. Yeah. Not that it matters to you, but uh, but I saw that when I was young. I forgot about that movie. That movie's sad. All right. Let's see. The Yearling. 
It was made into a movie. Where's the movie? Where the movie is. It's a book. There it is, the film. That's what I want to see. Who was in it? Yep, Gregory Peck. And what was funny about back then was Gregory Peck, like when when they they would get these actors back then and they weren't they weren't uh it wasn't like Christian Bale where he can kinda go into any role and and kinda turn into that character. Acting back then wasn't as I don't think that the actors back then were like as diverse in what they could do because uh Gregory Peck the way that they would talk and stuff like this, they would be like, there ain't no way that I'm going down to that crick, you know? And it just was like, it was like, oh, that's Gregory Peck just talking weird. So, uh, yeah, that one's sad. Oh, Yeller and the Yearling. Those are both kind of bummer movies. So, uh, yeah, if you want to cry, just do that. All right, here's another one. It's taking all my will and power to not send that I miss you text to my ex. That is the whole whisper right there. And I guess there was a couple on here that were about relationships and stuff. And that wasn't purpose. That wasn't on purpose. I just guess that I see stuff like that. I'm just like, you idiot. Don't, why would you do that? Like if they're your ex, they're your ex for a reason. You don't need to say I miss you because that just, yeah, there's just nothing good that will come of that. And that, what will come of that is regret. And you'll be like, oh man, do you ever like, I remember, I remember sending texts before, uh, not to X. I don't think to X's. Maybe I've sent them to X's before. I don't know. You send out millions of texts, but you know how you send out a, a text. And as soon as your finger hits that button, you're just like, man, I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> that's a terrible feeling. I would say that that's one of the top terrible feelings that there is, is sending a text. Because it's one thing to send a text and then the next day or a week later regret it. You know what I mean? But when you send a text and before it's even, you know it's not even delivered yet. And you're just like, ah, I regret that already. <laughs> That's why you should never let your emotions, if it's something emotional like that, if it has to do with an ex or or a relationship that's over, and somebody's there out of your life for a reason, you know? And and you just, man, just don't, 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 don't do that. That's never good. But I hope that everybody has a good rest of their week. I'm a... I powered through it today, though this, I'm kind of a little bit shorter than my last podcast, but I, I had to get one out. I had to talk to you, and uh, thank you for everyone that has that has bared with me through uh, through this deal. I'm coming up on two years doing this. I don't think that I've gotten any better, really. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, but I've gotten more comfortable. I've gotten more comfortable talking, and... Uh, and with the thought of everybody hearing what I have to say, and it's not really, it's not really anything that important. It's just, uh, it's just life can be kind of crazy, man. And it's good to, it's kind of good to unplug and have a podcast to listen to as a distraction. And I enjoy that. And I've enjoyed that when I was going through, uh, struggles, like some of the darkest struggles that I've ever been through. Uh, I started listening on a podcast and they really helped me. They really, uh, 
it was like a little mental vacation. I've talked about it before on the podcast, but uh, that's all I'm trying to do here. That's I enjoy doing them, and I hope if it's even for one person, uh, I hope that uh, I can distract you from life. And it's not that bad, man. No matter what you're going through, uh, if you're going through something, if your life's great, that's awesome. But if you're going through something, just keep your chin up. It's not permanent. Your feelings are just your feelings. They're not they're not going to hurt you. Um you'll get through what you're going through if you just keep focused on where you want to be and you keep pushing. I promise you there's a lot of valleys in life, but you don't stay there. You know, you can by choice, but uh but you don't have to. And uh I just wherever you're at in life, thanks for taking me on the journey and spend a little bit of time with me if you have anything that you want to hit me up with you can do so on twitter or um my email which is in the notes of this podcast glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com and uh i hope that you guys have a good week stay safe wash your hands quit picking your face and uh i'll talk to you next week peace out